Oh, yeah. Yo, this is Tavan, aka Teddy Crucifix. Yeah. AKA your yeah. pastor's favorite rapper. We got Bobby L. Cogdell on the other side of Daytona. Oh, yeah. And this is he's the he's the pastor on the rapper podcast. Yes, sir. Yeah. What's going on, man? This weird setup that we need to tell these people about. We troubleshoot for an hour and a half. Hey man, COVID is real. <laughs> I don't have COVID. Neither one of us has COVID, but we're living in this COVID world, you know? Yeah. And y'all know we've been doing this podcast face-to-face from the beginning of the podcast, right? Yeah. Yeah. And Since day one. Yeah. So we, we got a couple weeks where we got to be remote for some personal reasons, but, you know, we're trying to work it out. Trying to get yeah, the man. technical difficulties and all of that stuff worked out, you know? So, so with that being said, Byron is going to look way more handsome. Then your boy. I mean, in all fairness, I think I always look way more handsome. Just saying. Hey, man, beauty's <laughs> in the eye of the beholder. In my eye, <laughs> I'm going to find your gentleman. I dig hey, it. what is that? That's like techno. <laughs> <laughs> Got to put the techno in there, man. Yeah, man. So, what have... Man, I hate when we say, what have you been up to? It's like like we wasn't talking like for two hours before we got on the podcast. Yeah, but it's kind of like, it's an alley-oop. Like we're telling our people, you know, what we've been up to. So. I'm going to cut this music. Are you video or something? Nah. Yeah, what is going on? It's it's supposed to be our background music. You know what I'm saying? Like hearing the technical difficulties that come with trying to do this uh, remotely opposed to doing it face-to-face. Because a lot of stuff, I'd be looking right over there, and you could just hear it, you know. But now, you know. Well, listen, so before we say, you know, what we've been up to, um, this is my humble abode. Um, this is where I record. There's so much hip-hop stuff in here that you, you – the camera's not getting all that, but yeah. you see Biggie and Tupac. In Shout the out to Biggie so and Tupac. Like, yeah, I wish you guys could see. Apparently, it's pretty dope in here. Apparently, Tupac is praying. We don't know that for sure, but – we don't, but that's what the um picture symbolizes that he's praying. So yeah. yeah. But yeah, so man, work. Um I've been working. Um I may have to go to the hospital. That's crazy. You put your hand up and I put mine. I was trying to get the camera to focus. <laughs> I was trying to show that my hand is kind of messed. I can't fully open my hand right now. Yeah. So I may have to go to the hospital. Um I'm sorry, urgent care. Yeah. To see what's going on. I want to get an x-ray because to not be able to open your hand is kind of scary. It is very so. scary. It's very scary. You know, that's, I'm praying for you, bro. Thank you. Pray for but, this man. Yeah. Y'all listening right now, pray for this man. Pray that he gets uh, the help that he needs and they're able to um, treat his injury well and the Lord heals him. So. Hey, I appreciate that, man. Yeah. But yeah, working, living life. I'm thankful to be living. Thankful to do this podcast again. Yeah. So. Yeah. Go put your hand in the camera. You out of focus. I, I know, I know. I'm trying to like do some stuff to not bring attention to it, but <laughs> for oh, me, we're gonna keep it real. Go ahead. Yeah, for me, uh, you know, it's been the same old, same old. Just been trying to get back in the swing of things, you know. Um trying to make trying to get on this path of wellness and healthiness, you know. So yeah. yeah got a, got some big so, stuff coming up for the church that I'm excited about. 
So would you like to expound? We can. We gonna, I mean, you we usually we usually reserve that to the end, but we can talk about it now. So y'all yeah, know our podcast. We do what we want. <laughs> but I'm talking about you know what I mean. You got rhythm shooters like we do podcasts and rhythm. Like you used to how things. You right. But we, we, we go ahead. Go nah, ahead. I was just gonna say. So y'all know we're on this path of replanting a church. Both Ty and I serve a church called Identity, and we are kind of like a diverse um, church plant, multi-ethnic church plant in the heart of Daytona Beach. And, you know, we have been trying to figure out when is the right time to go back to in-person worship and when should we kind of put our foot on the gas and trying to re-engage people with the gospel. And, you know, I, obviously we've been preaching the gospel all the time and trying to share the gospel. But uh, when can we just kind of get back out there? You know, we live in Florida. Everybody's outside in Florida, right? Uh, we behind the ball. Yeah. So we've just been praying to the <laughs> Lord when we could actually jump back in. And we believe this is the season for us to jump back in. So um, I'm excited about it. Yeah, man. I'm excited, too. Yeah. And, so hey, we got to tell them We gotta tell them this because a lot of y'all, y'all watch us and y'all ask questions about maybe scripture, about certain things. We've had people inquire about church, you know, because we do church online right now. We're going to be doing a hybrid model soon. We also do a Bible study on Wednesday nights. It's called it's called Mid, um, and it's uh, a midweek Bible study. That's why we call it Mid. It's midweek Bible study. And right now we're walking through Matthew chapter five. We're going to try to go through the Sermon on the Mount. But I think that's a good time to jump in because we're doing it online and it's on Facebook. So if you want to jump in on our midweek Bible study, follow me on Facebook or add me on Facebook or just jump to my page, Byron L. Cogdale. And every Wednesday at 6 p.m. we'll be doing the mid Bible study. There we go. Yeah, we need to we need to do like a we'll talk about that later. But um. Let's get to the reason why we're here for this podcast, man. Uh, yeah. It's a few few five albums that dropped. A few. Um, Barney and Friends, Hip Hop Harry, uh, um, Dragon Blue, T- Blues Clues, Steve from Blues Clues, <laughs> had everybody hey, Steve, crying this week. Steve dropped the, the hardest single. Can I talk about that in. for a second? Man, please, go ahead. I was not impressed. Like I, saw, I wasn't either. I saw the clip over and over and over, and I was like, yo, I can't wait. To like lay on my couch at nine forty five and watch this and go and be moved to tears and you know I'm a crier, bro. I watched yeah. that thing. It was like this is what y'all was like upset about. Man, get out of here, bro. I agree. Trust me when it like when I saw it, I was just like, all right, cool. I'm glad Steve's doing all right. And then when I got on social media the next day and I saw the memes of people was like, you know, SpongeBob crying and whoever <laughs> just crying. I'm just like, bro, it it wasn't that deep, like. Yeah. I smiled. I'm like, I'm glad Steve's doing all right. You did kind of leave us like a dad say, hey, I'm going to go to the store, get some milk. I'll be right back. Right. Never come back. <laughs> hey, I never mean, come back. I ain't going to lie. But, I wasn't. I didn't really grow up in the Blues Clues era. So it didn't really matter to me. You know, I, I find it funny how we're three years apart and we live totally different lifestyles. Totally I'm a Blues Clues baby. Because you're I'm a, a 90s Blues kid. Baby. You're a 90s baby. I'm an 80s baby. And a lot changed between a lot changed between uh Ronald Reagan and and George Bush. I was about to say George Bush, yeah, but yeah. I mean, obviously so. So, yeah, yeah, I wasn't moved though. I was, I was, I was confused when I got on social media the next day. Yeah, and people were emotional. It's just, I don't know. It's like y'all need validation. I'm sorry, people sensitive. We'll leave it at that. Uh, well, look, shout out, <laughs> shout out to y'all. I'm glad y'all had great childhoods, and uh, I'm glad. <laughs> 
that after 25 years, we could still celebrate a show like Blue's Clues. So anyway, Steve dropped yeah. an album, uh, or he dropped a single, <laughs> at least. Nickelodeon <laughs> dropped the album, I guess. Uh, and then who else? Man, so Kanye dropped the oh, album. Let, wait, wait, wait. Let's hit these other singles first. Shout out to KB. Okay. KB dropped a new single. It's fire. I like it. Um, um like Worship it. in a Mosh Pit, right? Worship in a Mosh Pit. I like that. I like I the single. It's, I have to listen to it. Yeah, it's it's dope to me. And then uh, Derek Minor dropped the album. Did you listen to that? I didn't even know he dropped the All album, right, so we'll, I have to go listen to it. We'll do another pod on Derek Minor. Um, you know, I listened to a little bit of it. I'm not going to give a full review. It features uh, a lot of the artists that we've talked about in the past. So, I mean, the first couple of songs, we heard Paris Charez on there. I heard uh, Foggy Raw on there. I heard uh, I th- those are the two that I know for sure are on there. So we'll get to that at some point. And then my boy okay. Drake, certified lover boy. Yeah, man. Drake dropped the album. Um, Kanye dropped the album. Um, look, baby, I'm about to say Lil Kim, baby Kim, oh, baby Kim, Kim. Oh, sorry, I hit the wrong button. <laughs> wow, nah, wow. Shout out, yeah, shout out to baby King. Um, yeah, so let's get into it. All right, man, here, here's the one that y'all want us to talk about. I know y'all want us to talk about it. Somebody already asked me about it, they already asked somebody else about it, and they put it on the comments and they did this and they did that. What do y'all think about the Kanye album? Man, we gotta get. I feel like I gotta turn off the music for that. What do we think about the Kanye album? I didn't even know music was playing, my boy. Oh, okay. Well, is it playing? I'm I'm, I'm not picking it up. It is playing, but it might be good that you can't hear it. Yeah, I I can't hear it at all. All But, um, there was a lot of hype for both albums. Yeah. Um, I For, think when you Kanye, say both, you mean Kanye and Drake, or you? Mean yes, I'm like, sorry. So, we're, so we're going to stay with the for this conversation just because of the beef that was, you know, hyping up both albums. We're going to talk about Kanye and Drake's album. Okay. Um, leading up to both albums, there was a lot of um anticipation. Yeah. Um, you know, people had high expectations for both albums. Mm-hmm. They Kanye did a phenomenal job of keeping you on the edge of your seat for sure um with the what three to four listening i wouldn't even say parties it was like listening to concerts for sure that seemed they have got better performance wise every time he did it so like the first one was just like red jacket kanye just walking you know the uh, empty arena i know well, not the, not the arena then by Go ahead. then by number three he's like acting like sting up in the raptors like coming down with jackets and all that stuff and then number four they got marilyn manson and the baby dapping each other up and eating animal crackers on the the front porch of his mama's house like it's yeah, crazy bro bro did you hear um Drake fans, they actually went to, or I'm not gonna say went to. I guess some Drake fans went to um, Kanye's old house and vandalized it. What? Did you hear that? That's, yeah. No, that's terrible. I, I ain't got no for that. We're not journalists. How true is that? I don't know. I will do some research because I'm probably gonna clip this up for TikTok. But if it's true, I'm going to put it up. And we're gonna, bro, out here doing Angela Yee type journalism right now. 
Sorry. Dang, bro, I am. I'm doing a rumor <laughs> report, right? Rumor has it. Rumor reports. <laughs> we ain't here for that. We here for the Bible. What? What? But you can't say that. We're talking about Kanye and Drake's album. Hip-hop. They go hand in hand. Though. You know, they want to hear us. Bro, so don't try to make me feel bad for break. I'm breaking. It ain't got nothing to do with his house getting spray painted. Why not, bro? If he, I'm saying they brought up they they brought up the house because you remember I think what the third or fourth um listening party he had like a house replica. Yeah. So that's why they went to vandalize it. I dig it, bro. I dig it. Yeah, like gosh, man. Hey, man. But yeah, so yeah, um, that built a lot of hype. And anticipation for for Kanye's album so much so that Universal knew what we was feeling and yeah. they just dropped the album. So wow, uh, come on, he's an amateur. It's the homie too. You you can't even see it, can you? Who is that, Caleb? That's it. You can't. Oh, okay. All right, all right. Let me, my phone on mute right now. Look, I feel like I'm name dropping Caleb Gordon all the time now because <laughs> 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 like let me just say Caleb Gordon. I don't even. I never even talked to this young guy before. I don't even know if he walked in my house right now. I'd be like. Yo, what's up? But uh, you know, we said Caleb Gore and our views on, on TikTok. The rest yeah, of them hey. videos. Is... I dig it. All right, let's just get right <laughs> to it then. Look, because we started off this podcast basically having Kanye as one of the pre- people that we had a focus on. So Kanye, Chance, DMX had just passed at the time. Um, all of these Christian rappers or CHH rappers who, you know, are saying, I'm a Christian, not a rapper, I'm a Christian rapper, all that type of stuff. And Kanye has always been in our conversation. So yep. you and I have, I won't say we've been waiting on this album, but we've kind of been like, you know, sitting around just thinking like, man, what is Kanye going to do? I even remember us saying like, is Kanye a gospel rapper or a Christian rapper or what? And we said, got to wait to the next album. So the next album is in and... Is he a Christian rapper or not? I think with this album, I would say Kanye is a rapper that's a Christian. Okay. I'll buy it. And, the, and, and there's nothing wrong fair. with that, right? And something to bring up. Let me get my humble spirit in. Um, People are asking, why are, why are we doing this divide of Christian rappers, mm-hmm. rappers that are Christians, yeah. Christian hip hop, gospel rappers. It's not us that is trying to um do this divide. It's the artists literally like they they gave us the categories to like again we last podcast we said Christian hip hop and gospel rappers. Yeah. These are terms that have been in the community for some time now. It's not like we're trying to bring some divide here. But yeah, um with that being said, I think this album I would consider Kanye a rapper that's Christian, um, which is kind of I'm not gonna say disheartening for me, but I know Jesus is King. I would have been like he's a he's a Christian rapper or with that album a gospel rapper, yeah. but this album it, it came across more as a um, rapper that's Christian, and there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing I'm not like throwing shade. There's nothing. It just listening to it. That's what I you know got from it. So yeah. What about you? Yeah, I mean, if we're just dealing with the idea of is Kanye a Christian rapper or he's a rapper who's Christian, um, I was excited, but I kind of, I think Kanye gave us all the hints before now. I know I'm fuzzy, but he gave us all the hints (laughs) before now what things will be like. So um, I didn't really have high expectations for the album to have a lot of gospel uh, rap or even Christian, clean Christian rap in it. 
um, I kind of knew or kind of felt like I knew what direction was going in. So I kind of prepared myself for that. Um, and then like you and I talk about this all the time. We were big on Jesus is King. Like we were really big on Jesus is King. We played Jesus is King at church, like not for yep. worship, but like, you know, <laughs> pre-church and, you know, a little bit after church because there was just so much there. And then the, on the flip side, um, I think that shows where we are and that, that shows who we are as, you know, um, people who love hip hop and people who love Jesus um, and how we might be different from a lot of this world that we seem to hover around because a lot of people, especially in the CHA space, did not like Jesus is King for some reason. I don't, I, I, yeah. I still don't know why, but we loved it. So I knew that we would look at Donda in a different light. So let's, let's, let's create a framework for this. Let's talk about, uh, Donda. Um, let's talk about like the, the artwork and all of that around Donda, like the, the Donda wave. And then let's have a conversation about the actual music. And then I'd love for us to talk about like Kanye's, um, his, where he is with his art as a Christian. Is that fair? Okay. I think it's fair. Um, every category that you just named, I'm not going to remember. So I'm going to depend on you to keep us Amen. in these category buckets. Yeah. Um, with that being said, I have on exclusive Donda merch right now. Um, if you want to get one, holler at me. It's Very a, exclusive. It's a plain black t-shirt. I want y'all to know that. <laughs> no, this is Donda. This is Donda <laughs> merch right here. Okay. This is the, this is the album. This is the, the merch from the album. If you want it, holler at me. I can get you right. Your yeah. boy got the plug. Oh, I am the plug when it comes to the Donda merch. Yeah, but I got this Donda bag if y'all want this. Like, <laughs> you know, there you go. Exclusive Donda bag. You can carry all kinds of stuff in it. I got a Donda speaker holder. Yeah, there we go. It holds my speakers up. Yeah. Yeah, man. But yeah, so. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking for other stuff. I see. I see. <laughs> I got this uh, Donda pen top right here, you know. <laughs> I it like and that. I got a, I have a Donda notebook. Yeah. Exclusively. That's yeah. But anyway, yep. yeah. I forgot about <laughs> but yeah, the notebook. So man, listen, holler at me on the plug. If you want to don the notebook, I got it. Yeah. But yeah, so I forgot the buckets already, bro. All right, man. What would, would you just think of generally about Donda? Like the hype around it, the overall, you know, artistic spin to it. Like, what did you think about about that? Okay, so first listen. <laughs> my 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 real first listen actually my my brother here on the other side of Daytona he um he did some some illegal journalism type of stuff and <laughs> I forgot I get, about that <laughs> I, I'm at work and then I get a text message with a Google Docs file and I'm like I click on it and it's the this is before the album came out yeah it's it like it, it three was, weeks before the album came out <laughs> and I click on it I'm thinking it's fake bro bro had the whole album we had the I listened to it. Album. Uh, I listened to it before. one time and then I got convicted and I text him. I text yeah. Barra, I was like, bro, I got convicted. Based off the the episode where he was like, when I watched the fight illegally, yep, yep. he was like, bro, you need to repent. I was just so gonna, I listened to it. I was just going to bring that up. I was going to say, <laughs> if y'all heard me pushing him to repentance um, about the fight that he bootlegged, then I have to rightfully in front of everybody repent and say, I was wrong. Kanye, I apologize. And Universal <laughs> Music Group, I apologize. I defrauded you, and that was not right. 
and I won't do it. Someone again. else, someone else apologized. Tyven, I apologize on all streaming platforms oh, right go. now. You know they already yes, hate but, that you promote your music so much. Hey, they got to get over this our <laughs> podcast. But yeah, so I listened to it when homie sent it. Um, I wasn't really impressed. And it wasn't in the order that you guys heard it. Yeah. So I listened to it one time, and I was like, I'm going to wait till the album comes out to listen to it again. When I listened to it, it was a different order. Yeah. Um, again, so from first listen, I wasn't really that impressed. I didn't think, me personally, I didn't feel like it met the hype that was built around it. Yeah. Um, I listened to it a couple more times. It started to grow on me. So my synopsis or my takeaway from it is, me personally, the first half of the album, it feels like, you know, Kanye just being the artist of Kanye, he was still being, you know, sticking to his Christian. He wasn't going out, but I felt like the first half was like secular to me. And then towards the back half, it's like Christian because I love the back half of it, you know, as I continue to listen to it. But yeah, the first half of it, I can listen to it, but I'm not so crazy about it. But that that's my takeaway from it. I did. What about you, Doc? Yeah, I'll talk. I'll talk. Uh, <laughs> I'll talk about how I got it. I'm not going. I'm not going to implicate anybody or bring anybody in into all of that. But somebody randomly tweeted, "Like, man, this Donda hitting." And this was like the first week of August. I was like, "Uh, what?" <laughs> so like, I I just like liked it and was like, uh, I literally wrote, "Uh, what?" And then he was like, "Check your email." I was like, first of all, how do you have my email?" I mean, he's a <laughs> he's a friend of mine. I ain't gonna lie, he's a friend okay. of mine. But I was about uh, to say that's weird, bro. He was like, "Check your email," and I was like, "I saw it." I was like, "Man, should I listen to this junk?" And I was like, "Bump it." Kanye is doing listening parties. He he's doing one right now. Like, why can't I just listen? And the same but thing you happened. To pay man. to get into that I, listening party, bro. No, it was streamed on Apple Music. So I mean. But, but anyway, we but you can, have to pay for Apple Music. Let it go. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you don't. Anybody who you, logged on to Apple Music could listen to that listening party. You can you can only log uh, on to Apple Music if you have the subscription, bro. No, no, nah, I don't have Apple Music, and I I watched the whole thing uh, when he wrong. did I when he did corrected. the live uh, thing. But anyway, that, that's beside the point. I already I know I was wrong for listening to it, regardless. <laughs> but um, I listened to it that night, and to be honest, it was just more hype than anything so i heard the jay-z verse and i was like whoa he got a he got a jay-z verse and y'all know i don't call him hove because that's that's not right but um i listened to the jay-z verse and then the one that we got did have the uh the locks on the song it had the locks on that one song and i remember him and this was right after the battle remember this is right after verses so i was like yo he got the locks on this joint and then I only listened to like three joints. I ain't even listened to a lot of it. Um, and and then after Ty texted me, I definitely didn't listen to it because <laughs> he ruined it for me. He, he ruined me and my sin. Uh, so, um, yeah. And then when the album first came out, you know, it came out on a Sunday, which was crazy. Yeah. So I saw it 20 minutes before church. And I was like, Byron, do not listen to this before church, bro. You got to preach. Like, don't do this. So I waited till after church and I listened to the whole album all the way through. And I would just say, okay, if you're looking for Byron's overall score of the album, I give it a six. Like, that's just my opinion. I give it a six. There were some moments that are exciting. Sonically, I would give it probably a nine. Like, sonically, yeah. it's great. Production is pretty good. Um, but the overall quality of it, I wasn't 
I wasn't super impressed. I wasn't super impressed. So, I agree. You know, what were some what were some things you loved? What were some things you hated? Like I said, so the back half I loved. Um, the more I listened to the back half of it, when and when I say the back half, I mean before the part two of it. Like those, you know, those, it's like four or five songs. It's like jail part two. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So excluding those songs, the back half. I'm trying to see where it starts. I can't even remember what song it starts. Maybe like I think after the Don. No, the Donna chat is 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 the first song. I don't know, but the the back half of the album I like. Um. I guess a con. I just feel like the the features on there, even though people will be they go contrary to what I'm saying, they feel like the features held the album. But I just feel like the features they make for good songs. If yeah. that makes sense, like so when you say Kanye back, was saying his, oh, go ahead, go ahead. You when you say uh, back half of the album, I'm guessing you're talking about when like Jesus Lord, uh, New Again, uh, Tell the Vision, Lord I Need You. With that, yeah. which had the Sunday service choir, uh, come to life, no child left behind, Sunday service choir. So like you like All more the, of that stuff. Yeah, because it, it that the back half like those songs you just said, it gives you a Jesus is king type of vibe. And again, yeah. I, I like Jesus is king. Um it. again, this is Ty's purpose, not for you guys to go with and this this is my preface from listening to the album. But yeah. the back half of it, I, I I that's what I gravitate towards. Of course, there's some songs in the first half I can listen to, but if I had to, you know, put some songs into rotation, it would be the back half of the songs. Yeah. Um you gave a rating. I wanted to give a rating too. I know we're gonna talk about another album, but I would give this one a seven. It's okay. funny you said six. I, I I would give this one a seven. Yeah. Sonically, I agree with what you said. Sonically it's a it's a nine, but just like for listening wise listenability rather I, I give it a seven where does it fall in the midst of kanye's you know um discography where, where would you say it is maybe like song five or six or album five or six because me personally my right, so my purse um my dark twisted fantasy I, my dark beautiful twisted fantasy i think that's one which i hate um, by the way that's me. My but least, I think that's my one. least favorite Kanye album. Well, eight away and heartbreaks, but then then my beautiful life, whatever. Yeah, so my, my my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. I will say that's his best album. Number two, um, would be late late registration. Number three, college dropout. Number four, graduation. Number five, um, eight away and heartbreaks. Okay, that's okay. no, no. I take that back. Number five, the life of Pablo. Okay. I will put yeah. the life of Pablo over, over that, that. So that's my top five. So he, okay. this album does Donda doesn't even make Kanye's top five to me. So, but Jesus is King does. Oh man, I forgot about. So I, I would take Pablo out. No, I would take Pablo out. And put Jesus is King. You would keep eight hundred eight. That's what I would do. You had eight hundred eight in there. I, did, I I I took eight hundred eight out too. Okay. So all right, hold on. So it, it's it's my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, um, late registration. Um, college dropout, graduation. Actually, Jesus King, graduation. That's my top five. Okay. Kanye Albums. It's you interesting. Y'all work with me. This camera is weird. Okay. Yeah, it's interesting. That's, that's dope. Yeah. Well, but yeah, Donda wouldn't make the top five for me. Yeah. Yeah. Probably, yeah. Nah. I don't have a top five Kanye um, list. Um, I go back and forth on whether I love. I like Kanye. I mean, I lo- like I. And, and here's maybe we should talk about this, right? So Kanye is a genius. Like he's there's no one out there who can who can deny 
that Kanye say that? is a musical genius. Why? I, I don't. I don't think it's fair. Me being an artist, I don't think it's fair when we say other artists are genius. Why? My reason. My reason for saying that is. I feel like that's a scapegoat for telling average people that they can't. I feel like not to say that you're average. I'm saying when people say someone is a genius, you're saying that you can't do what they're doing. No, Kanye used to make. Listen what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Kanye, before he was on, he used to make five songs a day. Mm -hmm. Like at like. So what I'm trying to say is his work ethic got him to this point. It wasn't like he just, you know. Yeah, but he, he, but he woke calling, up and it was. So calling somebody a genius doesn't doesn't absolve them from working hard. Like we're not the term genius doesn't allude to the fact that someone is just naturally above and beyond other people. It's what you gain out of your work ethic that actually promotes more genius activity from you. Right. So it's this this idea that there's just some, some kid out there who's just sitting down and they don't have to work that hard. They just naturally have it. I don't know if that's what a genius is. A genius is usually very upset. All all people who we refer to as geniuses are very obsessive. They're very particular, but they do have a very good or very high work ethic. And they usually have a good amount of um, skill or gifting that is unique. And I think Kanye falls into that category. Like I agree. He's worked his butt off. I agree that he is where he is because of his hard work. But I think there's ingenious in that. Like, um, I'm a huge Kobe Bryant fan, right? And when you, if you study Kobe Bryant, Kobe Bryant tells you every single time, the thing that makes me better than most basketball players is I'm working way harder than everybody else. But if you ask any other basketball player, they're like, Kobe is a genius. Like, this dude knows where everybody's spots are. He knows how you're going to come off the pick and roll or what side you're going to go to whenever you're dribbling. Like he knows all of that. Well, he knows it because he's worked for it. He studied it and him studying it has brought him into like a whole nother sphere of, um, of perfection in, in dealing with those things. So when I call Kanye a genius, I'm not absolving his hard work. I'm not saying he didn't work hard. I'm just saying like he is a head, he's head and shoulders above many people who engage in art right now i feel you i, I, I still stick by what i said to I'm me looking up the definition of genius right now but to I me jay-z is a genius to me kobe is a genius to me phil jackson's a genius and all of these people have worked very hard like they don't <sighs> who didn't work hard no bro i'm looking at the definition of genius oh anyway let me let me just finish my point though to me, Kanye is a genius. Because it says natural ability, bro. Go ahead. Yeah, but natural. I didn't. Again, hard work doesn't. So, would you say that you're naturally gifted at rapping? I'm not. I had to work for this. Somebody had to teach me how to rap. So you're saying you have no, you have no gifting. You, everything, everything that you are is only because of your work. For me to say, because I feel like I'm a very skilled rapper. To get to this point, it took a lot. Just like what you're saying, it took a lot of hard work. This wasn't natural. Somebody saw the potential in me, and they were gracious enough to sit me down and teach me the game. And then from what, because he could have taught anybody how to rap, but it took me taking on what he taught me 
and then going into overdrive with that. I was writing verses, two to three verses a day. Yeah. So it's like, it, it's not natural. This I had is a, to work this is a this. really good conversation because you, you actually, this is an observation. You have an affinity to work. Like you, you talk about work and hard work in a way that is almost like, um, it's the key to all success. Like it's the key to all getting to the next thing. And I think that's because you have practiced and worked on your craft so often and so hard, but that doesn't absolve, that doesn't absolve gifting. Like everybody who works hard is also gifted. Like there is no, I don't care who, I mean, and we're probably going to disagree on this. We can disagree on this forever, but I don't think there's one person out there in, in the world ever who is great at something who is not both gifted and have a hard work ethic or have a high work ethic. Like I think Oprah has worked her butt off, but I also think she's very gifted. Like I think Jay-Z has worked his butt off, but he's also very gifted, right? Like we wouldn't know Jay-Z if he hadn't put in a hell of work, but that doesn't mean he's not gifted in the, in the same way. You may not see this, but I think you're gifted. I know that you're gifted. And your hard work is, one, a part of your gifting. And two, it's going to promote your gifting. I don't think there's people out there who, I don't, well, I won't say it that way. I don't think it's a chasm. I don't think it's like you're either gifted or you're a hard worker. No, I think the people who are what we would label exceptional are both gifted and hard workers. And that's what makes them exceptional because, you know, like, who would even who would even like if you if you weren't gifted, would you even want to do rap? Would you even want to continue pursuing this? Would you even have the confidence to say, I'm better than this person, and that person? And that's the Kanye gene. That's the Kanye trait right there, too. Like, there's something in Kanye's mind that says, like, no, I'm better than you. Like, and it's not because, you know, it's not a mystery. It, it's a combination of the fact that I think things and hear things and see things that you do not see. And I'm going to work harder than you to make it happen. That's a gift. Well, I mean, like, like I said, and I, I don't, I don't want to like stay on it forever. Um, like you said, we, we, we may agree to disagree. I just feel like for the, the, the person, maybe not you, but for the average person seeing someone like a Kanye or a Beyonce, when they say they are a genius, I, a genius at what they do i just feel like it's i actually feel like it's like a slap in the face because it's like to who to the artist to whoever they're trying to give that praise to is like bro you not you i obviously you understand what i'm saying to a certain extent but it's like bro it takes a lot of work to get to that it's like i agree with you but i can't fully agree with I'm you just that makes sense because what you're saying like that, that that gifting and hard work i feel like that does make the genius, but I just feel like when someone's be like, ah, that's a genius right there. I can never mind up to that. You can put the work in. I don't. You, it, I it, don't it. agree. I don't agree with that. I mean, again, we can go round and round in circles. There are dudes who've been doing all kinds of stuff for years. Like there, there. Okay, in the NBA, there are four hundred slots. Four hundred. There are four hundred slots. There are dudes who I know who train and have trained. I know a dude right now. He's playing ball in Texas. He's been training since he was like seven or eight years old. He doesn't have anything special about his game. He just works really hard. He's not going to make it to the NBA. You can't tell people, yeah. you, you got to just work hard, work hard, work hard, and you can get there too. No, there's a bit of mystery in all of it. 
There's circumstances. There well, not you know. There is mystery. I think God's will plays a huge part in it, but I also believe that there's gifting. There's hard work. There is circumstances. Like all of those things come together. You, I, it's not a polarity. That's all I'm trying to say. It's like you can't pit hard work against natural ability. You just can't do that because again, the people who are exceptional all have both. Nobody ever looked at Beyonce and said, she's not gifted. She just works her butt off. No, she's gifted. Like if you talk to Beyonce's parents, when she was three and four years old, they were like, oh, she's exceptional. Like she likes to do this more than other kids like to do it. Like she sounds better than these kids at five years old. That's a gift. Like, you know, like yeah. now, now would she be on the top of the world with just a gift? No. But the thing that makes her a genius is that she used her gifting and her hard work together to actually get her in the place that she needed to get to. So, again, let's let because we're way off of what I was trying to get to. I'm still going to call Kanye a genius and I'm going to qualify it by the fact that he says that he's a genius. So Kanye has quoted, I am a creative genius. So let me use that as my catapult for, for what I'm saying. Kanye is a genius and I think his genius is seen Anytime we see any of his art, like you can't listen to a Kanye album or anything and, and think like this guy, this guy like doesn't understand the way sonics work. He doesn't understand how sound works. He does like, he understands all of that far beyond what I think we understand it. Right. So I take it at that level, but then I always have to get to like the content. And like, what is Kanye doing with the content? And that's why I tend to get a little confused. Um, one, in a good way, because I think he does stuff that other people would never do. And it sticks. But then I think he does stuff that's so wild that I don't know if it's good or if he's just an innovator. Because all innovation is not good. Right? So one of the big things I see in the album is like the immense amount of repetition. Like, I'm blown away at how much repetition is in this album. And I'm scared by it, too. How, did you pick that up? Not until you said it. But um, like you said, so when we were troubleshooting earlier, I didn't think I knew that album like that. But every song that you would play or hum, not only did I know it, I knew the lyrics. <laughs> like, yeah. now I still don't know a title, the titles to a lot of these songs because I'm passively listening to albums or podcasts when I'm at work. So I'm, I'm not like looking at the, the track listing or the title of the um, podcast. So I don't know the songs by names, but like you, again, when you were humming songs or you were playing in the background, I not only knew this, what the song was, I knew the lyrics Yeah, that kind of, and you know what I said? I was like, dang, I know more of these songs than what I thought. Yeah. So it's, it, it, to me, I'm just going to be honest with y'all. To me, it kind of felt like, okay, let me preface this. I think a lot of that online, you know, let me put an album review out and talk about how there's these things that you don't understand in the album that are really getting to your mind and Kanye is trying to do this and do that. I think a lot of that stuff is goofy. It's weird, right? But there's something there. Like, there is something there. Like, if you study, if you study what allows for things to stick in people's brains and actually imprint into like their system, it's repetition. 
It's repetition. That's why the Donda chant at the at the beginning of the album is so weird to us because uh, we're cringe. like, why is this? This is this sounds like a religious seance or something, right? This sounds like he's conjuring spirits. Well, why does it sound like that? It's the repetition. It's the repetition. Like I, I looked this up. The definition of a chant is melodic repetition for some type of. I think it said like worship or uh, enchantment or something like that, which I was like, yo, that's kind of weird. But then when they put music behind it, we tend to forget it. We tend to think like, oh, this is just a repetitive chorus. It's like, no, like he is imprinting these things into us just like in all fairness, just like any other artist does. Right. But I believe that Kanye just went on overdrive. I, it really hit me when it was like, I know God breathed on it. I know God breathed on it. I'm like, okay, all right, God breathed on it. Like, <laughs> all right, like, you know, if you go and look at the lyrics and you see how many times he repeats his choruses, you're like, yo, this dude is like, he's on to something. He's on to something. I don't know if I like it. Hey, man. I think this is a great observation. Um, I, I didn't see it as that, but you always say things that, Peak my interest, so Junior I think they my... Yeah, they got everybody. He got everybody singing Junior Watanabe. They don't even know who that is. I, I I still don't know. And you explain. Oh, I was gonna ask you to explain on the podcast because I still don't know. Yeah, you, you I, like kind of. I just looked it up. That's why I'm not smart or anything. But I just looked it up, <laughs> and apparently, Junior Watanabe is a Japanese designer, and he designs. Um, he designs like all kind of like clothing wear and stuff like that. But he actually has a line of watches that Kanye has an exclusive one of. And yeah, he made a song talking about Junior Watanabe, I guess. Tell him this. See, there you go. It's in you. It's in you. And you know, um, let, let me, cause this podcast, obviously we want to get to the Bible. This is where our, our root is, but you know, especially in certain realms of churches, they're trying to pull repetition out. Like, they're like, yo, a song shouldn't repeat these things over and over and over. And I'm like, have you read the Psalms? Like, David's constantly saying the same thing over and over and over, right? Bro, did they read Psalms 1? Yeah, right. So I think repetition is a gift, right? And I think that's one thing that we have to embrace as people who say that we want to be Christian or we say we want to follow Jesus is hey, there are some things in your life you're not going to get by doing it one time. And you're not going to listen to that Kanye song one time. You're not going to sing the chorus one time. You're not going to just say that particular thing in the chorus one time. It's going to be repeated over and over and over. And if we can do that with music, we should be able to do that with things that involve um, our personal worship life. You know, like when you're reading the, the scriptures, man, if you're reading Psalm 1, don't just read it one time. Like repeat it over and over and over because what happens is, it becomes ingrained in you. It becomes a part of who you are. You begin to reflect. You begin to get curious. Like, it's only after the 145th time that I said Junior Watanabe that I said, I might have to look this dude up. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> what happens after the third time of you reading Psalm 4? You know what I'm saying? Like, what, what's the Lord going to do in your heart after that? Or, or the sixth time or the tenth time? So, man, those are things that need to be embraced, deep. I agree. And, I mean, that's why... Um, scripture memorization is 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 important. 
and it, imperative rather because as you repeat at first it may seem like you just memorize the scripture you know to feel like a good christian but with certain situations come up as byron is saying if you're constantly meditating again as psalms one says on the scripture day and day and night um you're going to start to live by those it's kind of hard to not live by those so then you know with, with trials and tribulations come just by nature you're going to start quoting the scriptures to, to, to combat that yeah. um and not only to combat it but to encourage yourself and your spirit so yeah, yeah. cool man what are, any any other thoughts on the album um i was gonna say this for the end but i want to say it now because i i tend to forget a lot of stuff um jay-z little baby little dirt young thug kid cuddy out of this whole little kanye and drake beef them brothers is winning because they're on both albums yeah they got on both albums you know i didn't i didn't didn't think that's where you were going with that (laughs) oh yeah i thought you were gonna i thought you were gonna mention the guys on the album that all had some level of like pseudo blasphemous uh content in their lyrics oh so so jake had something blasphemous jay-z said something blasphemous um Lil Durk kind of said something blasphemous but jay-z that one threw me off when we he say blasphemous like, um, what do we mean like going against it's like sacrilegious like like going going against something that we believe to be true that i mean that's what my definition of it um would be so it's like um like in jail when jay-z said um hover and jesus like moses and G- and you said this plenty of times because it's always comparing himself to jesus that's like bro it's it's starting to get weird to me it's like bro like you really want to be like on the same plan like bro that's that's a lot that you don't even know that you're asking for yeah some people like, <laughs> some people brought this up in the comments on another video we did and you're right jay-z has always done that you're right i agree He's always done it. It's always made it's me, still it weird. Always, it makes me uncomfortable. And I told you, I think I mentioned this in a podcast before. Like that's why my wife and I, um, for a while, we didn't listen to Jay Z, and that's my favorite rapper. And we didn't listen to Beyonce either, um, because because of those elements, like, and not just the elements, but being persistent and in including those elements in all that you do. Um, and then you know, I would want to know. I'm not critiquing Kanye, but I would want to know what Kanye thinks when he hears those things like how does he feel as he's trying to walk this life out as a christian how does he feel when he hears those lines is it just good art to him you know or it doesn't make him feel uncomfortable i mean obviously it doesn't make him feel so uncomfortable that he would uh keep it off the album right correct i mean so with that you know is on his journey i'm going to speak for ty if ty was doing an album I wouldn't feel comfortable doing that because the message and granted this album was uh at least uh our knowledge it was a dedication album um to his mother um so i feel like that was his, the message of the album but if your message is to put out christian content or gospel content a lot not just jay-z but a lot of those features on that album it just it didn't sit right with me um 
and not on some like gospel that gets secular. Me as an artist and just listening as a consumer for good music, I don't think those features made for a good song, if that makes sense to me. Like Kanye was doing his thing, the artists were doing their thing, and I just don't feel like there was any cohesiveness there. That's just me. Other people was going crazy about it, and you know, to each his own. But to me, I, I wasn't too crazy for the features. I feel like it didn't make for a good song. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm still I'm still kind of weighing these things out. I think generally, when I'm thinking about just general wisdom, I would be very cautious about having mixed messages. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I think the Bible even speaks to that about um it's it's in in a sense it is kind of like being double tongued or double minded in your speech you know when you include somebody in on a song that's supposed to be representative of you know where you are in a certain time and in, in, in place with your walk right um but then you know I would also kind of weigh that against a you know the idea like hey how do we take art from Christians that is not exclusively Christian art right so that takes us back to the origins of this podcast, right? Like um, <laughs> Kanye's not a Christian rapper. Like he's he's a rapper who proclaims to be Christian and his content is obviously about things that he's actually experiencing in his life. I was thinking through some of the stuff that I heard. Like he was talking about a lot of marital issues. Like, I mean, on multiple songs, he's talking about marital issues. He's talking about divorce and, you know, um, you know, like jail is all about like him spazzing because of his because his marriage is going, you know, down the drain and he might go to jail tonight. You know, like that's that's what jail is about. You know, so obviously Kanye is rapping his life, which is, you know, I always give a, a um, thumbs up to authenticity. Um, I just I just would love for that authenticity to be kind of um a lot more like Jesus is King, but here's okay. Before let's wrap the the pod up like this because I know we're gonna get some people to talk about this, especially after we clip this up. Um, you know, I've heard some people say, "Well, if you want Jesus is King, go listen to Jesus is King." To that, I would say, I do. I listen to Jesus is King regularly. Um, you know, some people would say, like, if you want the old Kanye, even Kanye said that, right? If you want the old Kanye, listen to the old Kanye. I do. I, I, I listen to the old Kanye. <laughs> I listen to the old Kanye, right? Um, but here's here's where I want us to to sit for a little bit, and I hope our fans and people. I first of all, I'm gonna stop saying fans. We don't have fans. Y'all are family, right? Thank um, you. Oh, yes. The I like people, that. the people who we're connected with, and the people who would say it's family. Like, let me give you a license right now. Um, a lot of people might object to this, but it's okay to cr- critique Christian art. Like there's this wave going on right now on social media where they think anytime you critique Christian art, you're a hater. You're not a hater. Like art is meant to be criticized. Every artist knows that. That's why they put their art out. If they didn't put it out, I mean, if they didn't want you to criticize it, they wouldn't put it out. Like art is meant to be criticized. And it's okay for you to criticize Christian art just because it's, it comes from a Christian doesn't mean that you can't be critical of it and you can't weigh it against the word of God. Like that's, that's, that's natural. It's natural. Um, I'm gonna shout out Ruslan. That's my man. Um, I love Ruslan. Ruslan dropped a tweet. Um, I think it was last week where he was like, uh, either he tweeted or he retweeted it. Correct me if I'm wrong, Ruslan, but it says something of the the nature of if, uh, if you want to see, if you want theology, go to theologians. If you want art, go to artists. And he was trying to emphasize like 
we shouldn't have an expectation for for uh, Christian artists to give us theology. Um, I get the point. I don't agree with the point completely. I more so agree with um, there's a quote um, by a guy named Randy Alcorn and R.C. Sproul. They, he says it, too. But he basically what he says is all of us are theologians. There's never a time where we're not doing theology. There's never a time we're not doing theology. It's expressed in our lives. It's expressed in the way that we love our, our friends and our wives. It's expressed in the way that we uh, live out um, our careers. It, it's expressed in how we interact with people and our kids. We're always doing theology. And it's funny that we've gotten to the point where we want to stop doing theology when it gets to art. Like we, we don't want theology to be a part of art right now, especially in this Christian sphere and this Christian hip hop sphere even more. But yet um, you want to do theology in every other place. And let me show you how it's real life. And I'm going to stop preaching after this. We look at we look at people who have come before us. We look at people who were involved in civil rights and all that stuff. And, and we take the things that they did in their life. And then we we see how that connects theologically to the scriptures or, or maybe your grandma and them. You know, you think about stuff that your grandma did growing up and you see the hints of her faith, even in the most mundane things, and you connect them to these theological truths. Why would we stop doing that when it comes to entertainment? Why would we stop? I don't understand that. So for for the person out there who might be struggling and li- and, and trying to figure out where do I, what, do I listen to this? Do I not listen to this? Do I like this? Do I not like it? Here, here's something that you should grab hold to. It's okay to criticize art. It's okay to criticize Christian art. And for the people who say it's not, like take a second and understand that many of you are critical as well. You're critical of your own art and you're critical of the people who are wanting to view whether this has good connections to theology or bad connections to theology. That's my minute. Um, Just to push back a little on yeah. what Barbara says. First off, I agree. Um, especially on social media because a lot of y'all are keyboard warriors there's a thin line between criticizing and judging there's a way I'm, I don't want to say there's a way to criticize Um, I would like to suggest a way to criticize like if you're criticizing the art do that some of these people are judgmental and they're going at the art and the artist mm-hmm. um, in there a judgmental are. way yeah. So it's like so then you lose the respect of it being critic critic I can't oh critic criticization critic um, whatever yeah y'all see me fumble so so bad just now but yeah you 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 go from being um criticizing to to judging because of how you're doing it so like again I'm, I'm i'm not one to tell someone what to do or how to do something but especially if you're a christian make just really try to be christian when you criticize it again i agree with barbara there's nothing wrong with criticizing that's what this podcast is yeah. i mean not every podcast we're criticizing music or whatever but we're giving our opinions and whatnot but we still do it in grace and again i'm not going to tell you what to do or how to do something but yeah. just be cautious of that because it could come across as judging so yeah, yeah, be careful. Yeah, I mean, you already know how I feel about the whole judging thing and all that stuff. We, yeah, we did we do it? Oh yeah, I, I know how yeah. you feel. Yeah, <laughs> but, but I'm saying, you know, some people go hear this and be like, "Oh, vet." And but then, look, man, like said, all I want to say is like, cut the goofy stuff, man. Stop telling people that they can't. Stop calling people goofy 
for wanting to hear more Jesus in other artists' music. There's nothing wrong with that. Like, there's nothing wrong with somebody tweeting, man, I wish Lecrae. Now, now I will say this. Somebody got a tweet off the other day that was so wild, and everybody jumped on him. They was like, Kanye talked more about Jesus than Lecrae has in the last 10 years. Even I was like, come on. Stop being goofy. Like this is dumb. that's what no, that's goofy. That's but goofy. that's what I'm saying. That, but but that's, somebody, not, that, that's not even criticizing. But somebody expressing like, man, I wish Ye would have, I wish Ye would have stayed on the path as Jesus is King. Like, there's nothing wrong with that assessment. Like, I, I wish Ye would have not had people blaspheming on tracks. Don't respond to that like you shouldn't be going to Kanye for your theology. No, I'm not. I'm I'm connecting his <laughs> art to his theological beliefs and mine. Like, it's a bridge. And that's what First John uh, 4 and 1 is about. Like, test every spirit. See if these spirits line up with the word of God. Like, oh, see if these spirits line up with the spirit of God and, and what God has already revealed to you. Like, there's nothing wrong with that process. So stop trying to make it wrong for people to, like, be critical. You, All of us need to be critical thinkers. We all need to be critical in how we're dealing with these things. And stop being goofy. Don't put people in heaven and hell. You know, you ain't got a heaven or hell to put nobody in. Like, that's just it. So, again, I agree. Kanye, so this, Kanye, I love you, bro. Kanye also won this battle. I thought I was gonna have more time to talk about Drake's album. I just be brief with it. Yeah, I know. I'll be brief with it. Yeah, um, too much sin in Drake's album. <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah, I mean, no, no. <laughs> I'm gonna leave it alone. But I mean, so on. I'm gonna try to be short. Um, album wise, Kanye won that battle. Um listening to Drake's album from my first listen just with the hype and whatnot it was like oh this is a dope album this and the third because he's really going at Kanye and other artists as well um but when I listened to it I think like the third time through I was like let me listen to it and remove the Kanye references and the beef references outside of that me personally Ty there's I I think after um nothing was the same Drake has been giving us the same album is he, he's not ready to settle down yet um he he likes to do it he like the life that he's living you know messing around with different girls i mean the the, the album is called certified lover boy and you know just with the space i am in my life it just that album doesn't connect with me ty i'm not speaking for y'all ty man that album doesn't speak with me i don't i, I really wish Drake would tap into that bag of giving us well, he maybe is giving us his life as it is right now. And yeah. maybe, like I said, I'm just in a different space. But, um, yeah, it just didn't resonate that well with me. So, me personally, I think Kanye got that overall, like, you know, who had the best album. Yeah. I think because even though Kanye, you know, we're giving our opinions on it. Kanye has always been good with letting us know where he is. Again, not saying yeah. Drake's not doing that, but I just resonate more with Kanye's. So, that's yeah. me personally. I think Kanye got it. Will, how much do you think you'll listen to this Kanye album over time? Not that much, honestly, yeah. not that much. Um, I go back to it every now and then. Like Pablo, I think I've only listened to like five times. The Life of Pablo, yeah. And you, you'll get different gems every time you listen. Some sometimes music needs to, you know, like you say, Kanye is a forward thinker, so it's like, yeah. Some so, some songs may hit a little harder, you know, in the future. Um, I know it was like they were Pablo, but yeah. I, I don't see I don't see me like this is a go Drake and Kanye none of those are go to albums for me yeah these are throwaway so. albums for me I mean um I like hey Kanye keep growing bro keep growing I look forward to seeing how he works through some of this stuff I I pray that the stuff that's going on with Kim that works out 
I pray that he keeps, you know, keeps growing in his art and that we get to keep consuming it. You know, um, overall, I would say it's decent art. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't sit and listen to Donda every day. Um, Mm -mm. I also wouldn't (laughs) tell you to never go listen to it. Um, I think it's okay to, to kind of listen and and discern whether you like it or not. For me, Jesus is King is the standard at this point. And then the Sunday service album, I listen to that like almost every day. So, (laughs) so, uh, that's where we at. Um, man, we love, we love what Kanye is doing and, uh, we'll probably talk about Kanye a whole lot more over time. But not today. Why? Because we already at an hour and it's time to get out of yeah, here. So again, if you want to get, you know what I'm saying, the exclusive Kanye West Donda merch, holla at your boy. You know what I'm saying? Tyvan, aka Teddy Crucifix, aka your pastor's favorite rapper. Yep. Please follow me on all social media platforms at I am Tyvan. I have a single out called I Apologize. Please go check that out. Help you boy with the streams. I release a song every Wednesday. It's called, I'm sorry, not a song, a verse. Your B Day Safe Wednesdays. Every Wednesday is on YouTube, TikTok. Put it Tyvan, you'll find it. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, please like, comment, subscribe. Leave us a comment or a review on um, Apple so people can find us. I know that's a lot. Go ahead, Byron. Yeah, if you are listening to this right now, you made it all the way to the end. I thank you. Um, keep rocking with us. We got a lot of uh, new episodes coming up in the future, Lord willing. And we're not just going to be focused on Kanye. We're going to be talking about all kinds of stuff. <laughs> and we do want you, I, honestly, our biggest uh, desire is that you're growing in the Lord and that you're walking with Jesus every single day. We want to be able to help you do that. Uh, so stay rocking with us. Make sure you follow us on everything. My name is Byron L. Cogdell. I'm Byron L. Cogdell on everything. Check us out for our midweek Bible study, Wednesdays, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Find me on Facebook. I don't think I have anything else, but if I do, you'll hear about it next week. Bro. Yeah. We still recording? Yeah. Bro, it's funny that we both release stuff on a Wednesday, every Wednesday. Yeah. And the and the podcast every Monday. I just think that's strange, but that's it. Oh uh, yeah.